That's always good when you start off with a laugh. Science, it's great. Pregnant, a uh, young girl, <laughs> teen, doesn't know how to tell her parents. <laughs> Movie freaks. Edward Furlong's in it, too. I am freaking hopeless. Oh, oh wow. Movie freaks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the internet guaranteed to make you vomit with laughter, or in my case, vomit with the stomach flu, all weekend long. I'm your co-host, Eugene Weaver. <laughs> I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> I'm the last remaining person who hasn't got this illness. Yes. <laughs> hasn't boarded the Technicolor porcelain throne. Yes. <laughs> Come to the dark yeah. side. It, you, I'm it's... so happy that this is a Skype show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stay far away from me, please. Uh, <laughs> feeling better, but not fully recovered. It's, uh, yeah, it's... 20, 28 day, yeah, 28 Days Later plague going on over here. <laughs> well, it's my fault, because I joked last week that we could survive any of that. But apparently, yes. not so much. Yeah. Oh, while, while yeah. You were, while you were battling uh, stomach flu and, and I- I- evacuations from your every bodily orifice that you uh, claim, I, meanwhile, was fighting floods and fires and, yeah. uh, oh, what a freaking weekend! All kinds of emergencies out of, all over the place. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was a weekend, that's for sure. But it's getting better now. Yep, and I am glad to be here talking about movies instead of yes. dealing with all that crap. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we're okay. gonna have another fun show today. We got movie roulette. Um, recently watched, obviously, and we're gonna do theater ticket lottery again uh, for the extra segment. Because we have an extra week in this month, kind of on our calendar month, and it's throwing off my pre-programmed plan for 2015, so I figured, we had so much fun with Theater Ticket Lottery, let's just do it back-to-back, and then we'll... Yep, uh, agreed. Next next week will be Top 100, and then we'll start over with um, Director, director yes. Spotlight thing. Awesome. Okay. Uh, the Blind Roulette. Last week it was Parallels versus Three Days of the Condor. Uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Well, yeah, let's just get mine out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is your own fault. <laughs> yes, this is my fault. It is, because I had some other ones that I should have picked. Um, obviously, one of the number one movies that I should have picked was that Oasis of the Zombies. Because why not? I mean, this is cinema soft underbelly here, and instead I picked Parallels. Yeah. Um, Oh, so okay. So parallels, it it gets. Uh, I think I gave it a half a star. Um, I hated it. I hated it. Everything about it was failed. I mean, it 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 is a failed TV pilot uh, feature length movie, and everything about it screams failed TV pilot. Uh, it, the only thing about it that I can give it some sort of marks for is the actual premise for it is pretty good and that's about multiple earths that you can jump to from this building um that was that was there's a good hook in there but everything else about it was bland low budget uh fairly pathetic acting and it just nothing it it, 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 for them to try to make you feel like you're on another another earth was stupid um they just it was like they didn't have the money to make it look all crazy and weird, so they just had maybe like a, a weird looking iPad or a different way to like a kind of like the TV show from the '90s sliders. Do you remember that show? Yes, I do. Yes, yeah, they did a lot of that stuff. I remember the first place they slid. He 
kept getting honked at while I was driving around because he would stop at red lights. People were like, what are you doing, you idiot? Because there they went on red lights. You stop yeah. at green lights. Just stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and here it's, it's yeah, the money exchange thing is different, and the bad guy, I hated the bad guy. I hated him. Um, and I, it, it was a, it was a chore to get through. I should have turned it off, but um, I should have. Uh, that, I should that have maybe my, done it. My part of it's on me. Maybe I should have done a little more research because uh, a tele, failed television pilot, I wouldn't even have put it on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that it's that file that with asylum. Yeah, because at the, at the very end, it it sets itself up for season one. Here we go. But I I can't imagine there's going to be a season one. So it's another one with a flashy looking cover on Netflix. Avoid at all costs. It sucked. Yeah, I won't be touching it. And yeah. like I, you went and finished it. I told you, man, free pass to get out of that one. You don't. I know. I should have. I should have because there was some other really good sounding movies there. Um, but it was a shorter running time. I'm like, you know, I've only got 45, 50 minutes left in it. Just go for it. But at that point, I'm like, you know, um, I should have bailed. I should have bailed because I, <laughs> I hated it. But anyway. Yeah, okay. I had uh, Three Days of the Condor from 1975. So curious um, about this one. So curious. Well, uh, and this one is a pretty easy sell for me. You got uh, 1970s, Robert Redford, Cliff Robertson, Faye Dunaway, in a Sidney Pollock movie, CIA and spies and stuff. That's, in my world, that's kind of already a passing thumbs yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And for the bulk of this, I thought, it's going to get a real solid thumbs up. And at the end, I've got to say, nope, it just remains a barely passing thumbs up. Oh, so, man. Worth a, it's worth a watch. It's not bad, but... Eh, uh, a bookish CIA researcher finds all his co-workers dead and must outwit those responsible until he figures out who he can really trust. And the tagline is, the CIA knows him as Condor. What he knows about them has just made him an endangered species. Ooh, dun-dun-dun! And it <laughs> lives up to that until the last... until the ending. The, I, I mean, I, I was with it until the ending. Really, that's where it lost me, because the ending... Frankly, it sucked. The ending sucked. That's There's no other way to put it. And it wasn't... It sucked because, man, that was a downer. Or it sucked because, well, it went as expected and he figures it out and he's okay. It's like the movie was up, down, up, down, roller coaster, great dialogue. Um, Robert Redford kicking 70s butt and trying to figure out what's going on. And, you know, it, he's... It's almost, almost like, um... Oh, shoot. There was a movie that I was comparing it to. Um... Like a Jack Ryan character. Oh, okay. He's a CIA yeah. analyst. He reads books. So he's not a field guy. You could almost say Jack. it's a Jack Ryan guy. Uh, same yeah. Same kind of character. Um, and then he you know, keeps getting all these assassins coming after him from the company. CIA. So it's, it's a great kind of... I forget who writes those freaking Jack Ryan books. Tom Clancy? Uh, no, not yes, Tom, Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Yeah, oh, okay. you're right. Tom Clancy, yeah. It's like, it's like one of those stories. Uh, and then, then you, you know, up, down, up, down, up, down, adventure, roller coaster, and then you get to, like, the third act, and it kind of slows down, and then you get to the ending, and it's just sort of like, here's what's going on, the end. And you're like, what a petered out ending. Like, it just flatlined. Completely wow. flatlined. It was very odd. It didn't, like, the... It, it's not the entire third act. It was just that ending. It was just, now we're done. Roll credits. 
Oh, that's okay. too bad. But it is worth a watch. It's a it's a decent flick, and you know, it's, yeah. uh, so passing thumbs up. But don't. Yeah, this isn't one of those where you're like, "Ooh, I gotta see this one." This is a '70s gem in the rough. Gotcha. Uh, go watch uh, the conversation with Gene Hackman. If there you you're go. looking for a good 70s kind of gem in the rough. Uh, okay, what do you got for me? Okay, for uh, and by the way, I have I have never watched The Conversation. Uh, you should. That is neck and neck. That's Francis Ford Coppola, and it's fantastic. Harrison that, Ford, a young Harrison Ford. <laughs> no, that is a remake of... of uh, or not a remake. Uh, Enemy of the State is the, the sequel to that, right? Or is that, that just that, in... Anim- I would call Enemy of the State a spiritual sequel to that, yes. And the, and and actually, see, I watched Enemy of the State first, probably like most people my age, and then, like, nobody talks about the conversation. It's very weird. It's just this wonderful movie that's just kind of sitting there and it's a gem in the rough. And it's even got all these big names in it, and I still don't hear all that many people talking about it. Yeah, it's very I... odd. Uh, but you go and watch that, and then it makes Enemy at the Gates... like if, Or Enemy at the Gates, duh. What the hell is the name of this? <laughs> en- enemy the, of the State. Enemy of the State, thank you. Yeah. It makes Enemy of the State so much better, especially if you watch them like, kind of back-to-back, or real close. It, it makes Enemy of the State way better than it is really? just on its own. Oh, oh, totally, totally. Because you can see the connections between uh, the Hackman character in both. Because at the end of this, yeah. uh, the conver- eh, major derail. But, yeah. hey, that's good to know. I'll put that right up here. Oh, on yeah, that definitely. List. Yeah, definitely put that one uh, up there for a possibility. Because uh, uh, that's one that, I mean, ever since you turned me on to uh, the network, Network, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm a little bit more up for trying some of those older '70s movies that I never watched for one reason or another. That I'm like, ah, eh, nah, whatever. So that one's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. What do you got for me this week on the okay? Blind so yes, yeah, so for you, um, I have got. Um, I had to take one of them off because I actually watched it. Uh, uh, the one that I watched is. Uh, Michael Dudikoff's uh, Platoon Leader, which I believe I, I threw your way last week. Last, I'm like, ah, it's, yeah. it's, it's canon, and it's Michael Dudikoff, and it's, he's American Ninja, you see. Uh, but I, uh, when I was sick, I'm like, what's going to make me feel all nice and warm and cozy? I'm like, ah, a cheesy 80s canon movie set in Vietnam. There we go, done. I'm just going to snuggle right into the yes. warm, loving arms of a Dudikoff picture. Of a Dudikoff pick, yep. <laughs> Uh, and it didn't, uh, it kind of disappointed, but anyway. (laughs) In the best way that any canon movie can. Yes, exactly. Okay, so for you, I've got, uh, starting with, uh, let's see here, bear with me here, uh, Hunting Party. And this is from, I'm on Netflix right now, by the way, 2007, Richard Gere, and, uh, Terrence Howard. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jesse Eisenberg is in this. Diane Kruger. James Brolin. Uh, a struggling journalist sets out with his fellow, with a fellow reporter and a cameraman to hunt down Bosnia's most notorious war criminal known as the Fox. How do you find these things? How is this not already in my queue? Ugh, that's... Uh, that's directed, yeah, it sounds great. really good, yeah. <laughs> directed by Sam Shepard, which uh, the only other movie on Netflix is Mexico City, which I have not... Scene, but that name sounds really familiar to me. Does it? Uh, Sam Shepard, Richard Shepard. 
Or is it Richard Shepard? I'm sorry. Richard, yeah. I um, don't know. Anyway. Hmm. Um, oh, the okay, so yeah, he's... Uh, he's done uh, The Matador. Have you watched The Matador? Yeah, that was that was good. That was a pretty good okay. flick. All right. I'm derailing again. Okay, anyway, moving on. That's right. Uh, next up is uh, Misfire. That sounds like a... Uh, yeah. Uh, the cover is... A, action. Yeah, Gary, uh, Gary Daniels is in it. Um, not quite sure who he is, but he's in it. Um, oh, no, I like that guy. I've seen him in some stuff. Hardened DEA agent Cole descends into the dangerous underworld of Tijuana, Mexico in search for his, of his journalist ex-wife, who he believes has been abducted by a charismatic cartel boss with aspirations for public office. Uh, cover is cool looking. You know, he's got a, he's holding a gnarly looking machine gun. Um, oh, I'm Vanessa. looking on, Net, on Netflix and he's holding a pistol sideways like he's a gangster. Oh, really? Oh, and that's okay. Because on IMDb, he's got some yeah. rad looking machine gun. But yeah, it, it, it got it on, at least on uh, IMDb. It's getting a couple good reviews. So you never know. Well, the uh, timing is perfect. Eighty nine minutes. Hey, yeah. See, so, you know, if it's not good, then meh. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next up. I'm guessing this is a no-go, but I thought I'd at least try. Um, Traffickers. Uh, this is from... After one of their own is murdered, a family of drug dealers in rural Pennsylvania will risk everything to find those responsible, even if it means losing everything in the process. I guess that doesn't really uh, say exactly what... Uh, the movie uh, is my my synopsis over here. A reformed organ smuggler gets back in the game to help the woman he loves with her father desperately and needs a heart transplant to survive. Yep, that's the one. You know what? I bet I clicked on the wrong one. On I just clicked on 2015 traffickers. So yeah, I figured that's that was... 20, 2012. Okay. So uh, this looks like a Korean flick. Hmm. Interesting. Hong Sae Kim. Oh, I I think I know that director. Okay, anyway. Okay. Sorry. Uh, next up is a movie called... Uh, it's also known as Seventh Floor, but it's called Septimo. A father gets into a desperate search to find his children who had disappeared while going downstairs from their apartment in the seventh floor. Kind of a cool setup, I guess. Um, is this a... looks like a Spanish flick? Yeah. So I thought that sounded interesting. Um, and it's 88 minutes. Mm. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that one so, just moved up. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Next up is a movie called bad turns worse. And, uh, 2013, three Texas teens hope to make a break for it and escape their dead end existence in a cotton mill town, but get sucked into the seedy underbelly of organized crime. When one of them steals from the wrong man. Um, that looks okay. You never know. Um, this kind of screams redneck hill jack. And, Yay. uh, the other stuff that you've picked is topping that right now. We'll okay. just go with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not um, saying no, I'm just saying that you, you've done better. <laughs> okay. Uh, last one is from 1981. And I, if I've seen this, I don't remember it. The the box looks familiar from Video Connection, but I'm not sure if I've seen it. And that's Quest for Fire. Have you watched Quest for Fire? I have not, but that's uh, I've heard of plenty of people talk about it. Um, I, in fact, I, I mean, I'm wondering if I saw it, but it may have even been like on network television back when I was a kid or something. But uh, 
the story takes place in prehistoric time when three prehistoric tribesmen search for a new fire source. And I thought that sounded really, really cool. So, yeah, I've heard of I've heard of this before. I'm gonna add that anyway. I'm probably not gonna pick that one, but I'm gonna add it. So there you go. There's mm. your. That's a good spread, man. I, oh, you I, like that? Good. I'm, well, I'm I'm constantly amazed how I go on the hunt on Netflix, like I'm sure you do. I go on the website and I start digging around in different genres and subgenres, <laughs> and like none of these have come across my my thing. That's like awesome. Um. Boy, I'm tempted by Septimo. One of us has to watch that. I know. Because <laughs> um, I do like that storyline. That storyline sounds really good. It, well, it, it's I, I, it reminded me of uh, Julia's Eyes. Ooh, Remember that one? Yeah, like, oh yeah. Like, it has that look like maybe this could be that kind of gem, but... Um, hmm. I'm kind of debating between The Hunting Party and Misfire. Kind of in the mood for a maybe bad action flick. But maybe good. But maybe, maybe good. Maybe I'm gonna take the hunting party. There you go. I think Misfire has more chance to be a um, what's the word? Uh, not gem in the rough. Mm. <laughs> yes. Or Misfire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No. At uh, least hunting. At least hunting party with Richard Gere. Uh, with those actors, you know, it's gonna be at least more of an A-list type affair, not just some cheap. Yeah. Oh, but why have we never heard of it? Why yeah. was that released in theater? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay, well, there you go. Alrighty, good deal. Well done. Uh, okay, over to me, and I'm throwing you uh, a couple from old list, a couple new ones, and a couple really chancy ones. But I figure, you know, I love that good mix. First up is The Sorcerer and the White Snake. This hmm. is the Jet Li uh, fantasy movie, 93 minutes, so not even if that second act drags, it's not going to be that long. Yeah. After Herbalist, lots of X's, and I can't pronounce her name, weds a woman who saved him from drowning. He discovers that she's an incarnation of a thousand-year-old Madam White Snake. The trailer was fantastic, and I'm getting antsy to watch it, so... I might watch that this week, whether or not you do. I don't know. Now, was that, an, you, was that another... Is that a newer Jet Li movie? Uh, 2011. Okay. All right. So, a little bit. Um, this one you threw at me, and I'm going to toss it back at you, because one of us needs to watch it. And that's yeah. another one from 2011, and that's Love. Uh, stranded aboard the International Space Station, astronaut Lee Miller discovers something that allows him to travel through space and time. Man, that sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it does. 84 minutes. Um, next up is your documentary. Homo sapiens... Hold on if I can spell. I can't. 1900. From 2000. From this 2000? Wow, that's yeah. an older one. Yep. This documentary follows the history of eugenics from when it gained steam at the start of the 20th century to its decline after World War II. Uh, something about Hitler trying to breed the perfect humans, blonde hair, blue eyes, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, 84 minutes, again, so short. Um, God Bless America. Have you seen this one yet? This I have one not, from no. Bobcat Goldwaith. It's kind oh, of a, I heard about that one. I heard about that one. Yeah, the trailer was just terrific, but I haven't got around to watching it. I really like uh, when he directs movies. 
because they're really dark humor. Yes, they are. This uh, disgusted with American society, middle-aged Frank and and teenage Roxy begin killing reality TV stars, bigots, and other people they find repugnant. They just drive around and start blowing people away. Yep. <laughs> but in a comedy fashion. So you it, see, it did look yes. funny. Uh, that might be the longest one in 104 minutes. Okay. Yeah, that is the longest one. Um, okay, now we get into a couple of horror for you. i got to give you a little, throw of course, you a bone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hansel versus Gretel from Asylum. No, 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 actually no, because I saw that cover, and I almost added it, and then I was like, before I add that, I should go make sure that's not Asylum. And I kept looking at the cover, and my finger hovered over add to my list, and I was like... <laughs> Nope, I'm not even going to go look. That's an asylum. That's got to be an asylum. And then you got a text from me saying... saying <laughs> this is, guess why I'm not watching this. <laughs> yeah. I made it through five seconds. Have You have one guess, and you, you typed back, asylum. <laughs> Bingo! Okay, this one's from 2009. Uh, 91 minutes. It's called Sweatshop. A group of, I don't know what this means, revelers find themselves trapped in an old warehouse and fighting for their lives against a sledgehammer-wielding madman. Okay. Huh. So that's something. That's something, yeah. Maybe something? (laughs) Oh, that scream's not good, but you never know. Yeah, I know that you'll watch it before me. Um... Okay, oh, I see, I see on IMDb the budget, uh, estimated budget was $12,000, you see. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. ouch. Yeah. Well, actually, the reason that I went ahead and added it was because, you know what, it reminded me of a movie that we both really liked uh, in the VHS days. It was a total gem in the rough. Neither one of us could believe that it was a good movie. Um, I don't think it's been released on DVD and I have not seen it since you and I watched it together on VHS. And that was, oh. um, I don't even remember the name of it. These people were thrown into a maze, and there was like a, a killer clown. And it was like, um, it was kind of like a Fangoria movie, maybe? A very low-budget version of The Running Man. Oh. Do you remember that at all? Wait, they, oh, wait, was this uh, Slashers? I don't even remember what it was called. Slashers was, we, the, was the game show, like the Japanese-type game show. and it's they not have a to Japanese run... movie. It was well, no, English this is movie. not a Japanese... Like, okay. It was, like, broadcast on Japanese television. It's like the gimmick okay. on, on... But it's, like, all supposedly in one take, but it's not... These people are running through mm. this when big... Was, when, was there, came, when did it come out? Uh, Slashers. Because you watched it first, and you're like, dude, you've got to check that thing out. Uh, 2001. I think that's the one. Let me, let me look here. Let's see if I can... Yeah, I'm on IMDb, and I'm pretty sure that's the one. Because there was a clown. There, there was a clown, and he like chainsawed a guy in half, and he was playing with his guts, and it was, it was disgusting. That's... But it was, it was it turned out to be a good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a, that was a gem in the rough. Uh, maybe that's it. That might be it. I remember you. I believe you rented it from uh, the video store up in Worcester. I think is where you said that you you saw it at. Uh. Vaguely, I don't know. I, I just, I remember that you watched I, I, You know, like, I'd have to watch the movie again to be sure. Man. I I don't remember. I can't remember huh. what it was called, but I remember liking that movie. Anyway. Yeah, okay, no so is is uh, that it or is no. that... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm saying that's why Sweatshop went on there. Because gotcha. I saw the cover and the synopsis and it, you never it know. made me think of that movie and I was yep. like, 
you know, that movie looked terrible and I, I liked it, so maybe this is something? Okay. Yeah. Uh, your last movie is from 1977, and it's called The Spell. Oh. Uh, have, have you seen this one? I always no, have to I ask. have not. Because she's... Oh. Uh, Nova no. 18 is rejected by her classmates and ridiculed by her sister until the brooding outcast discovers her telekinetic powers. Oh, by Lee Phillips. I don't know if that's a name you know. No, that, nope. Se- but here's the reason I added it. 73 minutes. Yeah, I like that. And 1977. So. Which, yeah, the spell, huh? I'm always looking for them 70s horror movies, especially the short ones. Those, there's a lot of gems in that area. Uh, so there you go. There's there's your, you got two, four, Dang there's, on. there's six for you. Oh, man, that that's a tough one because uh, at first... Uh, I think that Love was number one, but now that this this uh, '70s horror movie, that's all me, you know. Uh, let's let's go with the spell. Okay. And um, you still have a token, so if it's yep. uh, but at 74 minutes, I mean, you're kind yeah. of in. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm guessing that at least uh, for those older '70s movies, it'll be shot on film, and I'm I'm guessing it'll be at least decent. Hopefully, it'll be a gem. And it sounds kind of like maybe it's a Carrie ripoff, but, you know, you could do worse. Not yeah, like, oh, heck I yeah. I don't think Carrie's all that fantastic anyway, so. No, I did, yeah. Be that better. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. Another wonderful round of the roulette. Let's move on to theater ticket lottery. Okay. Yeah. Reach back here and grab mine. Um, do you have a lot for recently watched? I didn't. I don't have much because I was busy this week editing um, our brand new intro and our brand new outro that uh, everybody has been clamoring for. And I also was doing a lot of uh, drawing of my friggin' stick figures for the fantasy oh, movie yeah. league that is firing up, and we're going to be talking about that again in the coming weeks and months. Yep. Um, so yeah, I've been busy doing all of that crap. <laughs> Spent a lot of time doing that stuff this week. Let me tell you, it's really cut into my uh, movie watching. Not to mention the power outage we had Friday. That was a lot of fun as well. Yay. Yes, I'm glad we didn't tape on Friday. Well, I was barfing. um, It would have been impossible. Yeah. Aside from you barfing, literally, the kids went to bed, wife went to bed at 10.30, normal record time, and I sat down to watch a movie and was like, well, Eugene's sick, we can't record a pod, I guess... uh, I guess it's Eric time. We're going to watch something cool. And I sat down at my computer, brought up MS Paint to draw my magical stick figures, popped on the TV, and all the power went out. Oh. And, it, and, it, and I don't know why. Because it really made me mad because we weren't having bad weather. It, it had, like, barely sprinkled all day. And, like, nothing. So I just sat there. I sat there for a few minutes and poured myself a drink. and was just like, well, maybe I should try and finish reading my book by candlelight that did not work out very well because the candle was sucky so i'm like okay what am i gonna do now and then i started thinking this this is just a derail about where my mind goes but (laughs) i was like yeah how's that digital media working for you now how how, you know yep yep i'm sure that uh physical media that's going the way of the dinosaur ha 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 no it ain't Nope. Hey, I, st- I still got at least three hours of battery life on my laptop, so I reached behind me, grabbed a DVD, popped it in, and started watching a, started watching a uh, 
horrible movie, but it, I, I was able to watch it. Yeah, that's like, right. I, nothing else. I got my physical media in at least three hours. So. Yep, that's all. Oh, that's great. And then about 15 minutes later, the screaming started because I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old, and they need nightlights and sound machines, and they all woke up in the utter dark and silence, and it was not good. So I just went The end of the night, yep. Yep, that was it. That was all. That's Uh. okay. Things settled down, and we got back to normal. But uh, anyway, at least I wasn't... uh, It could have been worse. I could have been shitting my brains out and throwing up so exactly honestly with how bad i was i would rather power outage than what i what i was going through that was terrible it was pretty uh, bad though couldn't get them kids back to sleep it, it, i mean we were up until one o'clock until the power came back on and then or one or two i don't even know it, uh, it just it sucked by candlelight just sitting around and trying to keep the keep the boys calm but anyway uh, enough yay. of that wonderful derail. Yes. Maybe maybe in recently watched, I'll derail into my flooding and fire story on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> that, there you go. That was my Friday. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, okay. I've got some good stuff. It's It just depends on how much we want to go into it. Uh, it I, I got three things. That's, okay. that's it. Yeah, I've got more than, I've got more than that. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. Okay. We'll play it yeah. by ear. We'll, yeah. we'll keep some time back for that. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, I just blathered on for a while, so why don't you go first? Okay, into the bag we go. Dig around in there. Find us something deep and dark and embarrassing. Should it be... Are you... Okay, are you, what, what... We should do this. What are you hoping that I pull out? Like, what Like what genre are you hoping What, what am I really hoping you'll pull out? I, I really want you to pull out, like, um... Oh, it's just something really obscure and horrible. Like, really, really bad. Wow. Not bad. I mean, pretty accurate. Although some people, this movie has, uh, this movie has some fans. I recently rewatched this within the last year, and I, I'm like, why? And that is Lake Placid. <laughs> Jackpot. Jackpot. Always, yes. I can always depend on you. <laughs> yeah. Betty White's in it, so it must be good, right? No, no, not really. I giant giant CGI crocodile alligator. Yeah. Crocodile. I mean, you know that that thing gets pretty pretty good reviews or like it's got its fans i'm like this is no better or worse than any sci-fi original in my yes. opinion and it, it could also be blamed for being the one that spawned all the croctopus versus You're, sharkinator yeah. whatever yeah <laughs> skunk piranha yeah you, <laughs> skunk. Uh. Skunk piranha. I, I that was uh, uh, monkey chipmunk yes ninja death Versus, uh, my favorite was the was the two headed shark something or other. Yeah, yeah, two headed shark spring break Cause, orgy. Because the two headed shark is somehow scarier than just one headed shark. Yes, yeah. I don't. Uh, but I guess, so any, I'm, I guess I'm really lame in my fears because I don't require gigantic shark or two headed shark. It could for me. It's just shark. Yeah, shark. <laughs> I'm already just scared. Shark is all you need. Yeah. And I, again, like I said, I, I rewatched Lake Placid just because it had enough accolades. I'm like, I should, I haven't, I didn't watch it since the theater. I watched it in the theater, obviously. And uh, I never watched it again after that because I'm like, oh, that, that was stupid. And then I rewatched it. I'm like, yeah, no, huh? That's still not good. I so, got one for you. How about this? Um, you tell me what theater you want me to pull out, and the first one that I find from that theater, I'll pull out. And if you go, like, Cinemark, it, I'm not, I'm going to have to not look, because the bulk of them are Cinemark. Okay. Uh, but if you go, like, 
Maslin or Hoyts or whatever that was down in Philly. Yeah, I'm gonna stay away from Hoyts because those are you can almost not read those. Uh, a uh, lot of times so, I took a pen and wrote on the back what it was. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Because um, I was shuffling it up the other night. <laughs> let's stick with Cinemark. Okay. Well, I won't look then because I'm sure whatever I pull out of here will be Cinemark, and it is Cinemark. Movies ten. Not bad. I think I saw this with you, maybe. Um, hmm. Uh, this was a horror movie of sorts. Open Water. Oh yeah, you watched that with me at movies. Movies was ten. Movies yeah. in Worcester. Must I don't know. Oh, that would be a triple M. Maybe now we can finally tell the story of why it always said Triple M Productions at the beginning of uh, when we're ah. on YouTube and why I always call our uh, the work for Movie Freaks Triple M Productions stuff. Uh, and that's because mm. of Movies 10 and Worcester. Yeah. And more importantly, what preceded Movies 10 and Worcester, t- uh, mm. Tumbleweed. The yes. Tumbleweed restaurant across the street on Monday nights has uh, 99 cent margaritas. <laughs> And oh, we yeah. started going to uh, have a couple margaritas, and then we would uh, walk across the street to the theater and uh, watch a movie, and sober up, drive home. Good to go. Um, but what spawned the Triple M was we started laughing and having fun with it and calling it, this is the Margarita Movie Monday. Yes, it was. And I, I mean, we did, you and me and uh, Jason and Galen did that for a couple of years, and then you kind of went away for a little while and I started because you got married and then you're gone. And then I, I started, yeah. uh, I revived it with Adam and Chad and Nate and a whole bunch of my uh, other guys, single guys. We started going and doing that. And this has a, been a tradition that has gone literally for about 20 years. No, no, maybe not. Uh, 15, something like yeah. that. And like, it, we won't go for a, a couple of years and then we'll go almost every night for a couple of years now that i'm married we're, that's kind of done but <laughs> yeah unless me and the wife want to go watch something but i i'm not kidding i wouldn't be surprised if a good third of this box are from triple m's and, awesome you know, just take a group of guys go up watch have a couple margies watch a movie and then chit chat about it all the way home as for open water and eh, eh. didn't, pass, didn't pass muster with me that was just a lot of a good premise but just, just horribly depressing. Like, ah, uh, forget it. Yeah, no thanks. Um, yeah, that was nah. <laughs> I'm guessing you haven't seen it since the theater either, right? I don't believe so. I think I stumbled across it while surfing TV at a friend's house uh, or at my parents' house one night, and mm-hmm. watched a little bit of it and was like, eh, a lot of in the dark, floating and screaming, a lot of screaming and crying, and yeah. you don't know what's going on because it's black, pitch black, dark out. Yeah. Nope. Which kind right of didn't make you. sense because if you were in the ocean in the middle of the night, you would be able to see at least something because of the starlight, because of the you know, starlight yeah. and moonlight without having the street light, the sky would produce an awful lot of light, whatever. I've been listening to too many science podcasts. Okay, back yeah. to you. Okay, <laughs> next up. Oh boy. So, are you thinking what? I want uh You want a I higher want, class one now? I want a a drama that you saw on a date and hated. Oof. Boy, you got that completely wrong. Oh, boy. Now, Independence Day. <laughs> oh, well. 
Yep, that was. Uh, I saw that twice within seven days at the theaters. I went to see that two times in one week. It was that good. The second time was with Jason Weaver. First time was with uh, my cousins, I believe. And I, that was in, that was an experience, especially the first time because that was uh, that was epic for its oh, that was day. A blast. Yeah, that from 1996. That was uh, to me that was as good as it got. Like we have now reached the pinnacle of huge budget theatrical movies is Independence Day. I had my Jurassic Park moment over again with Independence Day where it was like, yeah. nothing will ever top that, ever. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. And it's still, I haven't seen it in years. Uh, have you seen it recently? Um, I've seen it enough that I know how it ages. Like, I traded you the DVD. We did a trade yep. one time. I traded you I that remember. DVD. Um, because I was just like, ugh. I had watched it several times too many that year. And was like, boy, this is kind of bad. If you actually break it down on a cinematic level. I was going through my snob phase where every cinephile does after a few years. Uh, you start getting into really slow, boring, pretentious movies and calling them high yeah. art and everything else is crap. But um, if you go back, once you get past that and you go you go back and watch it, it's a fun movie. It's a fine film. It's got yeah. its problems and dodgy CGI. My, my favorite thing about it, though, that it will always get a pass is... Uh, what's his name that plays Data, being the crazy scientist underground. Oh, yes, that's right. And the guy from Firefly, Jane from Firefly, is in it as well down there. It's just like a smorgasbord of sci-fi geekery Yeah. once you, once you get down into Area 51, it's a, which is a lot of fun. I'm glad they're making a sequel. It sounds like I am too. Blast. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked Will Smith in it. That was one of, my, one of his better roles, I thought. I agree, and I'm disappointed he's not coming back for the sequel. I know. That, it's it, it's his son that's grown up, and that's cool. But, uh, eh. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what are you doing, Mr. Smith, that you're so busy? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Eh, but, whatever. yeah. I'm looking forward to it. That'll be good. Yeah, me too. Okay, over to me. What do you want this time? Uh, I would like oh. a... Uh, Came flying out. Um, it's up to you. Pick a theater or genre... Um, let's go with, um, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to be playing it really, really out there. Pick a comedy. Ooh, boy. There ain't many of the, uh, not a lot of those in there. I know. Okay. Oh, we got a long one. It's not torn. Oh, this is actually a receipt, not a ticket stub. You run into that where you get these, uh, they're like, uh, here's your. Oh, yes. And, and it gets shoved into the pile by accident. Throw that away. <laughs> Yeah, this one might have been a comedy. It depends on your perspective. Um, man, I wish they had the year on here because all it says is transporter. Oh, obviously, so obviously one of the transporter movies. But would this be one, two, or three? All it says is ten, eleven. So, mm. if, hmm, I if we look up. That's part of the fun of this uh, segment. We're going to do a little detective work and see when it was released, because maybe they weren't all released in October. Yeah. So if we do a little digging, we can figure out which entry it was. The first one was released October 11th, 2002. It was probably that one. Yeah. Because this is 10-11. I bet that's the one, yeah. What, what was, about the others? Hold on, I'm, I'm looking uh, here too. Trans. Porters. Because I'm pretty sure that you and I watched Transporter 2 together. That was September 2nd, 2005. November 26th for Transporter 3. 
So this would have been the first Transporter movie. Oh, nice. Well, that was a good one. I mean, for yeah, what it was. Yeah, that's the best one of the bunch. Yeah. Did we see that together? More than likely. I have no idea. No, okay. no idea whatsoever. But very, very possible. Um, I, yeah, I mean, good movie. Uh, amazed how, even though it's a, kind of a, come on, it's it's a bad action movie, but it's supposed to be goofy fun, and it yeah, in that it succeeds very well. But how is it? How is it? How how do you screw that up on the second round? That second one was so bad. I've I, oh. I've only seen it like once, I think. I might have watched it a second time just to make sure that what I saw was as bad as I remembered. Yeah, and but you're right. Yep, it was bad. Uh, I just remember that each one has a strangely kind of hot girl in it, but it's she's awkward and strange, and each one is a completely different one. Yes, <laughs> yes, and the the uh, I, I thought the third one was uh, almost as bad as the second one. I didn't like the third one either. I thought the third one was an improvement over the second one, but I yeah. just didn't. I like the second one. I was like, Bleh, no thanks, yeah. and then the third one, I was like. Okay, it's not as good as the first one by a stretch, but eh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Call that what it is, a 5.5 out of 10? <laughs> yeah. You know, every time that we start break or I, st- I start breaking down these kinds of action movies where I'm like, bad, bad, what's bad, what isn't bad, I think of, it's not a Dudikoff canon picture, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, you, you compare, you go look at uh, real direct-to-video action crap, this is shining, Transporter 3, shining star above that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. I agree. And I always tried to to grade against the genre, whatever sub-genre the movie is in. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do one more each? Sure. Okay. And last but not least, oh boy, Escape from L.A. You know, I was shuffling my tickets and came across that same Did you re- ticket. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Um, did I watch that with you? I, all of these I just feel like I've watched with you. But <laughs> You know, you are way better at remembering who you saw the movie with than I ever will be. Um, it's only the ones that stand out. Where, like, the guy I was with was so mad he got up ten minutes in and left. Okay, I remember who I saw that movie with. Or, yeah. I was on this date. Then I can remember. But yeah. the majority of this box... I don't remember who I saw it with, and it, actually, now I remember who I saw that with. Uh, Tim Fleming, one of my one of the guys that I graduated with high, in uh, high school. I'm surprised from LA. we didn't watch this together. Nope. Uh, wow, that's hmm. I figured we, it would have been us, but apparently, yeah, and nope. apparently not. Your thoughts on the film? <laughs> Ugh, uh, that that is one of John Carpenter's worst movies. Uh, it it there's a couple of parts in it that I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Bruce Campbell's in it. Uh, uh, some music is good, uh, <laughs> but that was after I, I that came before Ghost of Mars, which actually kind of surprises me because uh, it just seemed like he got a little bit worse and worse as he went. Uh, yeah. But I did not like Escape from LA. That might be my least favorite movie from him. Oh no, it's better than Ghost of Mars. You think so? Oh yes, I've watched both multiple times. Uh, I've watched Ghost of Mars way more than you have. I know that for a fact. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I remember the last time you watched Ghost of Mars, you were like, "Ah, oh, it was okay." I came around a bit, and it's like they're all, they're entertaining, they're, they're fun. But Carpenter reached this point where he just he he totally peaked, and everything after it was like, "What? What's going on here?" Um, I would say, let me look over this list here. 
You know, it's either In the Mouth of Madness or Village of the Damned. Take your pick. One of those yeah. two, that was We're... right about the peak. I think it was In the Mouth of Madness. Village of the Damned was good. I enjoyed that movie very much. Yeah, it is good, yeah. But that was a teeter. And then next yeah. was Escape from L.A., which is a downstep. I like the movie, but it's a downstep. Uh, Vampires was next. I could even go a hair up on that one. Yeah, I could too. Ghosts of Mars. Way, way down. (laughs) And then I haven't seen anything after that. Next was uh, Masters of Horror, The Ward, and uh, something called Dark Child, which is coming soon and has a impossibly awesome cover. Oh. Uh, We'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I love the guy. I own all these movies, but... Yes, Escape from L.A. is a step down, but I still kind of like it. It's so full of dumb crap. Yeah. He's hang gliding. He's shooting basketball. He's riding incredibly fake CGI waves. But Oh, I remember that. Oh. There is that scene in the beginning where he says, you guys want to do a, I don't even remember how it goes, a Chinese standoff? And they're like, what are the rules? I'm going to throw this can up in the air. When it hits the ground, we all fire. And they're like, everybody agree? All right. Throws it up in the air, blows everybody away. Like, that's a scene that's so impossibly yeah. cool that it, I kind of forgive the rest of the movie. Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> and the I ending. Gotcha. The ending of the movie. The very end. I liked the ending. Fantastic. Yeah. I want to, give me a Snake remake or another sequel. I'd be fine with either. Okay, what do you want? Oh, yeah. We'll wrap this segment up. Um, on. I'll go with a really good old-fashioned action movie. Like, just no science fiction, just action. Let's see what you get. I'll pull one really off the bottom here. I, you win. Yeah, you win this round of theater ticket lottery. Oh. Uh, Bad Boys Two. Oh, nice. <laughs> There's there you go, man. That's, maybe that's what we should do with this segment. We'll turn it into a a, a game oh. contest where we yes. you pick what's going to happen and. You won. <laughs> wow, that's... Bad Boys much... 2. Wow. Uh, you know... Okay, I guess i got to review it a little bit. Um, I am just completely baffled by the hate this movie gets. Uh, I understand why people hate Michael Bay. That's no mystery. I'm, And I, as a Bay defender, don't even really have a problem with it. What am I wearing right now? Yeah, Transformers. <laughs> I'm wearing a Transformers <laughs> shirt, um, and I'm a. I, I like Bay movies. I, I like Bay. I'm a. I don't know if I'd say fan. I'm not a fanatic, but I understand the hate the man gets. Yeah. Bad Boys Two, I really don't understand the hate because Bad Boys One generally gets a good reception. People generally like that movie from the yeah. reviews that I've seen, and if you watch them back to back. One, Bad Boys 1 is not that great. It's a Bay film through and through from beginning to end. And Bad Boys 2 is more of the same, just amped up a little bit. It's not that different. So, to love one and hate the sequel, it just, I I don't get it. It's very bizarre to me. Are they both bad movies at the end of the day? Yeah, pretty much. Are they both totally mindless, blow-em-up action? Yeah. And Martin Lawrence and Will Smith together? You could pretty much slap them together and anything, and it'd be entertaining because those two play off each other just agreed uh, so well. 
Yeah, I I thought the uh, I thought that the sequel was actually better than the first one. I think that that, that is a complete blast. Uh, the, just, everything from the uh, the highway car crash deal. Uh, and when was that movie made? Was that uh, in the early two thousands or? You know, uh, judging by the price of this ticket at three seventy five, I would have Ooh. to say so. And that wow. Hmm. Now what? Now I got to do it's, a search. Yeah, it's another Cinemark movie, so. Three seventy-five. Would that be a just a general matinee? Would that be first um, showing on a Monday with another yeah. triple M? Uh, Two thousand three. Amazing to think that that movie is twelve years old already. <laughs> I know it's a good movie. Wow. I've watched it so yeah. many times. I like it. I don't care. Yeah, who me knows too. It. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Okay. Uh, oh, that's it, fun. I, I really like doing the uh, the lottery ticket thing. I did too. Let's do a, a real... You did three? Yep. Okay, let's do a real quick recap. I did open water. Right, make, make, making my notes here. Transporter okay. one. And bad boys two. And, and uh, I did... I did uh, Lake Placid. <laughs> and Escape from L.A. And Independence Day 4. Or ID 4, yeah. ID four. All right. Awesome. Okay. With that, we're going to move into recently watched. And yes. While I finish up my paperwork, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. Uh, let's start with. Um, boy, I've, I got a bunch of crazy stuff here. Mostly horror, of course. Um, I will talk about Slaughterhouse. Uh, just because it's it was unique enough that I know it it'll fit great on. Uh, on Cinema Soft Underbelly, but it was good enough to make mention of on this show as well. Uh, so this is one that I remember seeing this back in the VHS days at the rental stores, thinking, nope, that's too good to be true. There's no way that can live up. Uh, it's just some dude holding a big meat cleaver in a meat locker area and slaughterhouse sprayed across it in blood. Uh, I'm like, no, nah, that can't be good. Well, it's finally been released on Blu-ray. And uh, this is what I love so much about Blu-ray is they can make an old, cheap movie like that uh, look good and make it look almost better than it actually is. The budget was around $100,000, but it's still shot on film. And uh, I'll tell you, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was completely bizarro. Uh, this is like underbelly-type type slasher movie. So it's, mm-hmm. it's this is not The Burning and Sleepaway Camp and Friday the 13th. This is like... What year was Wait, it? This was made in 1987. Oh, okay, nice. So it had run its course. I mean, the slasher movie had pretty much run its course, but this still feels like a completely old school. They were almost trying to make a witty, comical version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it's not funny, but it's, it's more cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should give it a watch. I, I would imagine that you would probably enjoy it for what it is. Because uh, it you know moves at a fast pace, and it's got your typical... Throw it you on know. my blue. Uh, that would be good as a Blu-ray bonus when we next time we do a Blu-ray round. We usually trade two. Uh, mm. Throw that one in the stack. Uh, or, okay. or actually, it wouldn't have anything to do with roulette. I'll just give it a review. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Up to you now. Okay. Uh, I teased two reviews last time, and now it's time to give them. Uh, first up, Dracula Untold. Ah, yeah. Yes, my expectations for this were flatline, completely nil. I'm fine yep. with, I love vampire movies, and my wife does too. Anytime we can watch a horror movie with the wife, 
or what you might call horror, uh, I'm game. And this one has a good cast, and uh, yeah, it, this is it was supposed to be, as I understand it, forgive me if I'm wrong, this was supposed to be Universal kicking off their uh, rebooted monster series um, the way that everybody has a series of something they need to reboot and kick off these days. Their Marvel Universe, if you will. Okay. So they have their Marvel Universe. Warner Brothers has their DC Universe. Um, Fox has a couple of comic book characters they're desperately clinging to. And... I'm trying to bring this up here. So uh, Universal's getting on board because they have all the rights to all these characters. So we have... Luke Evans, that's the name I was looking for. He okay. is the main star of this. Who's He's kind of blowing up. He's pretty big. Uh, tagline, the legend is born. Once again, doing that Batman Begins thing. We're, we're beginning. We're starting. Yep. Um, Dominic Cooper was in this as well. You know him from... Uh, oh, what was the name of that movie you watched? The Iraq thing where he played... Uh, two roles he was the double it was the devil's double or something with the devil oh up. yes 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 yeah good actor very good actor yes he um, is luke evans plays dracula uh vlad the impaler uh, as his kingdom is being threatened by the turks a young prince vlad tippis must be become a monster feared by his own people in order to obtain the power needed to protect his own family and the families of his kingdom um this was a you know i the more uh, like a uh, even watching it, my wife was like, ah, this is kind of bad. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of bad. And then as time, a couple days go by, and I'm going, you know what? I kind of really enjoyed that flick. It's kind of a dumb Van Helsing. Okay. Not, okay, not quite that dumb. But it's <laughs> it's in that kind of ballpark, but uh, a little darker. Um, Better or worse than Season of the Witch with Nick Cage? Because that was oh, okay. Boy. See, I've only seen that once. Uh, you know, I'd probably maybe put it right at that level, maybe a tad better, because mm-hmm. it's uh, it's got more spectacle. Um, okay. One of my favorite things, though, is maybe I, I really need to read um, the original Dracula story, because I don't know. I, all I know about Dracula is what I know from the movies, right? What do we know? Um, Vlad the Impaler, uh, yeah. Woman Dies. We know probably Bram Stoker's movie we know the best. This one is kind of even a prequel to that. So, uh, I'll give you to give you a bit of the storyline, he um, comes back to his castle after being a young kid sold to the Turks. Uh, he comes back as this major badass who just, Vlad the Impaler, killed the just living dick out of everybody and <laughs> everything. And does it, does it feel like a, a watered-down movie or not? Here and there, but then there are parts where he's just like, just murdering people left and right, but it's a lot of, like, uh, swords into people and CGI blood a little bit. I mean, you could tell yeah. it is that, but it's it's that safe kind of blood. It's not, like, blood and chunks of gore thrown up against the wall. Stuff that... Gotcha. You, you, you know the MPAA's uh, triggers. Yeah. As, as well as I do. Oh, uh, I know, yeah. But, but it's... Um, I mean, it satisfied me as far as, like, oh, that was kind of dark and creepy. Anyway, 
I'm getting derailed, but the, the, the part that I loved was kind of the backstory how he came to be. His castle is under siege by the Turks, and they once again want to come in and take all of the male boys away and torture and beat them and basically raise them 300 style, where if you don't survive the training, you're dead, and you're going to fight for us because we are more powerful than you. The end. And he yeah. doesn't want that. Yeah, that happened to him, and he doesn't want that for his kids. So... Uh, he goes up into the mountains where there is this cave. It was set up earlier in the story. Uh, and some Turks had wandered into that cave and gotten slaughtered. And he wandered in there, and a couple of his men got slaughtered, and he backed out into the sunlight and could see what was going on in there and said, I don't want to go in there. Well, now he needs the power to fight off an army because he has no army. So he goes into the cave, and who is the master vampire trapped in the cave? None, none other than Charles Dance. Ooh. I love this guy. From Alien 3 to Game yep. of Thrones, I love him. And him playing this wicked, badass vampire trapped in this cave is worth the ticket price, dude. It's worth it. I, I, I nice. loved that whole angle. He is great in everything. Um he made the movie. The rest of the movie, fairly predictable. You get it. It goes on too long, a little bit. Eh, whatever. Vampire stuff. Fight the fight the hordes. and it, You you know what's coming. Gotcha. And that bleeds into the Dracula story. Mythos, if you will. But it still sounds like you enjoyed it pretty good. I, mean, I did. Sounds... I did. Especially after a couple of days of thinking about it. While watching it, I was going, ah, oh, this is kind of bad, but... As far as kicking off, um, see, I, I believe Universal's uh, end goal is to re-kick off Franken Frankenstein, Wolfman, oh. all that jazz, and then make a super team. Seriously, I've heard rumors of that, where it's going to be Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein fighting somebody. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> hey, who knows? Maybe it'll be cool. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Monster Squad's okay. Well, there you go. I mean, who knows? I, I, I don't know that any of that is accurate. I just, I've heard inklings of rumors on the interwebs. Gotcha. And you know, if it's on the internet, it must be then true. Behave. Yeah, and it must, yes, exactly. Okay, so back to me. Yes. Um, I'm going to hit on a movie from uh, 1978, Total Complete Gem in the Rough. And that is called The Redeemer, Son of Satan. <laughs> oh, I need a synopsis. Uh, six people are trapped within the confines of their old high school during their 10th high school reunion with a psychotic mask preacher who kills them off for their sinful lives they have made for themselves. Um, Slasher? Supernatural? That's what's so cool about this movie. 1978 was when this was made, an American movie, and... Uh, it predates all of the American slasher movies pretty much. It's yeah. now granted there, you know, especially in Europe, the slasher movie had already been established, but this was slasher slash no pun intended slash. Um, <laughs> oh, we're all uh, full of we're all full of puns and misfires oh, and slashy see, slashings. Yes. Oh, it's yes, slashy McSlashworth. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Um, because I was trying to make some witty and sly pun about Son of Satan. And there, was, there's, uh, puns should not be sly. According to my yeah, wife, all of a sudden it was blatant and horrible. Then they're yes. funny. Um, but a cross between a slasher movie and a possession uh, kind of poltergeisty type thing. Right. But it, it, was, it was really cool for what it was. There's some 
hammy parts in it and cheesy stuff, but I think you would totally dig that thing. It's so bizarre and creepy in its own 70s sort of way. And I don't want to I, I don't want to say too much, but there was a couple moments in it that you're like, wow, they really they really pushed it with the storyline just being very very out there, uh, not not what you're used to for a horror movie. It's it's odd. So, but it gets a thumbs up from me. That was that's definitely one that will be put on your uh, list of Blu-ray swaps for. Roulette so this sometime. isn't on uh, Netflix or anything. No, this okay. one here was uh, one that was fairly hard to come by. Uh, for I got it from Code Red. Uh, definitely Blu-ray put it come. on the stack. I hope you, I'm serious when I say that. I hope you're keeping track of all this stuff because I, I want to watch these movies. Okay. I'm going to add that right now. All right. Excellent. Okay. okay. Yes. Are anything else to add for that one? That, nope, that's it. Okay. Uh, also, last episode I teased Oblivion. Joseph Kaczynski, and I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but I am mega fan of this guy. He has made two movies that I've seen or that I'm aware of, and he has gone straight two for two with me, and that is Tron Legacy and Oblivion with Tom Cruise. This is my second watch, uh, first watch on Blu-ray, and, um, you know, I from the trailers that were released at me, I love Tron Legacy, and, and then I was so excited he's releasing this movie, and the trailers come out, and I'm like, eh, I mean, I'm even sci-fi nerd, and I'm going, it looks good, I'll see it, but it looks very generic, and I think I've got it figured out. You know, I will never underestimate Mr. Kaczynski ever again because I was blown away by this in the dollar theater and even watching it again I was blown away a a second time even we've talked about this before where uh, maybe sort of twisty movies if you know the maybe sort of twisty thing that uh, that involves the the full plot synopsis um, does it hold up on rewatch this one absolutely holds up on rewatch and that's a tremendously unique thing because from the get-go this movie believes in its own mythology i know that sounds really pretentious and weird but how do i explain it (laughs) uh from the very get-go you're you're just cruising along with mr cruise yeah you're hanging out and he's doing his thing and it's all seems totally legit and then you're like that's odd and you know just like him and then you know the next thing happens and you're going that's odd just like him you you totally take this journey with the guy even though you may suspect some things down the road you can't uh, suspect everything and it just works so well even when you're later watching it rewatching it and you're going um there was a clue there and there was a clue there it's still fantastic to see it come to fruition yeah it, this movie works on every level i loved it second time around i loved it i Mr. Joseph Kaczynski, please just make science fiction movies, please, for your whole career. Yeah. Don't make anything else. And then yeah. I read on IMDb the next movie that he's making is some drama, and I'm like, oh no, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, branching out. Uh, but you know what? Maybe he'll surprise me as as he did with this one because the, the the trailer threw me off, and maybe that's a good thing. Um. Sorry, I'm trying to look up this thing here. Uh, there we go. You know, I'm always complaining about um, 
the, the trailer's giving it away. And this movie doesn't give it away, but the only fault of it is that it, it, it sold a very generic sci-fi Tom Cruise actioner kind of movie. Yeah. And it could have been it could have been so much more. Uh, anyway, it is what it is, yeah. and I, I can only take what I have, uh, what I'm given, and it's a fantastic movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. Untitled I... Twi- I'm looking at Untitled Twilight Zone Project, Untitled Tron Legacy sequel. I did hear that this week, that um, the Tron Legacy sequel is supposed to shoot, and it would be Tron 3. Uh, late fall, early next year. Oh, nice. And I'm going, oh, please, for the love of God, make that movie. And you still haven't watched that movie again. <laughs> nope. And I thought it was good. I just have not watched it, uh, and that's pathetic. I have it on 3D Blu-ray, oh, I and I haven't you. watched it. I hate you. <laughs> that's perfect wife <sighs> material right there. I know it's long, but just hang with it. I, I, I'm, I, Sci-Fi Nerd gives that movie 9.5 out of 10. And it will never get a perfect 10 because that young Jeff Bridges CGI will yeah. never not be dodgy. It's dodgy. You just got to ignore it. That's the negative yeah. of the movie. Everything else, rock solid. Yeah. And he got the same guy back from, uh, like, it was Daft Punk that did the Tron Legacy score. And yeah. it, I believe it was one half of that unit that came back for Oblivion. And he Oh, got, really? Yeah. That's why the Oblivion score is so fantastic. It's, oh, because the Oblivion score is great. It's brilliant. And it, I believe, I, I could be wrong on that, but I believe it was one half of, of that duo that came back and, and made it. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. All right, well, I've got one more to touch on, then I'm all done. Um, Me too. And Okay. And uh, and this one here, I'm not going to spend, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because I hit on it a little bit earlier, but I, I want to just bring it up, and that is Platoon Leader, Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> Just, I want to just, I, I, you know, obviously it's a... Please expound on this uh, yes, award-winning masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason that I want to just bring it up is just, in case anybody is wondering, is it a ripoff of Platoon? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it. here's what's odd, though, is it's so less pretentious than Platoon is, obviously. It's a canon movie. No way. So it's basically, it's like Platoon, but way cheesier on and on a much lower budget Starring Michael Dudikoff instead of Charlie Sheen. And, All I'm hearing and... is platoon that's good, not crappy. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, I'm not an Oliver Stone fan, and platoon, yeah. eh. Yeah. Uh, this one, it's just odd. Like I, The whole way through, I'm like, this is not really that good. But I'm like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> what's going to happen? What's Dudikoff going to do next? Is he going to... What's Dudikoff going to do to Dudikoff? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's funny because like the like they 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 spent all their money on this really big elaborate action scene in the end. It was rightfully pretty well well shot. I'm like that's not bad for an '80s canon movie uh, type of thing. But I'm like that's that's decent. But then you know every other actor would open their mouth, and I'm like ah, <laughs> you're in Vietnam, but you sound like you're in the '80s. And, <laughs> Your hair kind of looks like you come out of the '80s a little bit. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. So, but what? anyway, I watched it. So there, check done. <laughs> it's something. It's, not... it's something that. Yeah, it's Are something you going to buy watched. this on Blu-ray? No. Uh... Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, what's a Dudikoff going to do to cough? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and to wrap Ooh. up the night, my annual. By annual, I mean once a week. Uh, 
Oh, buckle in for this title. Holy crap. Oh, boy. <clears throat> it's a mouthful. Godzilla, Mothra, and King oh. Ghidorah. Giant Monsters Attack. That's, oh. that's the title of the movie. Okay. Oh, that's whole, were you saving that as a surprise for me? Like, guess yeah. what? Guess what? He's back. More Godzilla. <laughs> oh, I've only got a couple more. Hey, at least I'm str- Do you want five in a row or do you want one at a time? What? No, this is good. Take this your Godzilla great. medicine. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what year was this made, by the way? Uh, uh, we're 2005. Something. We're in that oh, okay. So, so this is a newer one. Yes. Yes. I'm chronological. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, to the notes. Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. Giant monsters attack. First note. Worst title ever. So confusing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. Agreed. Very different. Gonna, if, if, you would, if you would stop right now and say, now, can you repeat the title back to me? Nope. It, it, I would say Godzilla and Mothra and Mecha... Nope. Nope. Uh, Already shark, wrong. Sharktopus or... <laughs> two-headed Sharktopus. Two-headed Piranopus or... <laughs> skunk somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> shark to Skunktopus. Yeah. Oh, and I would hit the oh. buzzer. Nope. Um... Different look. Very different look. They're, they're trying to reinvent Godzilla. He has a uh, ghost eye thing going where he doesn't have any pupils, just white out eyes. And they zoom in on it, and it's very creepy. Uh, Godzilla moves more like a possessed animal. Kind of cool. Which I was is true. Say, that sounds okay. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. He, he moves like. Uh, it's not like a general guy in a suit lumbering. It's more like a little more crouched and a little more crazy, you know? Uh, It's hard to explain unless you watch it. Uh, Monsters appear at random, but who cares about story? It's a Godzilla movie. Ha ha ha. Uh, Big underwater battle. (sighs) Yes, big underwater battle. So, Godzilla's on shore, and then gets knocked through a Ferris wheel off the beach, and it's so funny how they fall off the edge of the beach, and that is uh, deep enough water to sink Godzilla where he can't touch bottom. Right? Mm, and then yeah. he, and then he wanders out in the middle of the bay and stands up and it's like ankle deep. Makes no sense whatsoever. None, uh-uh. But it's a Godzilla movie. Who gets it's a cr- Godzilla. Okay. Yep. Um Yes, big underwater battle. Yes, they're battling underwater for like the entire third act of this movie. Wait. Oh, so it's James Bond Thunderball starring yeah. Godzilla. <laughs> Pretty much, except it's actually entertaining and better acting. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, please tell me it's better than that. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, wait, King Ghidorah is a good guy and Godzilla is bad? What? Yes, King Ghidorah suddenly is kind of good and like helps save some humans, which makes no sense, because he's always been a villain. It's very weird. Uh, monsters get killed by Godzilla and then regenerate at random. Like, out of nowhere. They just... Sparkly dust, and then, then here they are again. What? Okay. Why? Makes no sense. Uh, uh, at this point, I have no idea what's going on, and I'm stone sober. 
Oh, ouch. <laughs> so reading my note. Uh, was this early? When did you watch this? Was this a, like later in the evening movie or? Oh, during the week, uh, afternoon, kids napping. Now Godzilla swallowed a mini sub and they're inside him. Only thing left after they blast Godzilla to Brits from the inside is a huge beating heart on the ocean floor. Hilarious. <laughs> nice. So they actually kill Godzilla in this one. But, you know, there's a big beating heart on the ocean floor at the end. That's... And then the Godzilla music starts. Nin, nin, and you're like, oh, okay, so he's coming back. We got it. But this is the first one that I've seen where they actually kill him. Yeah, that was unique. Now, yeah. Now, but, how many more? How many are there total? Like <laughs> you're like, like please does, God, just, just stop, <laughs> just save me well, from th- this. Um, there's I think, no conti- like these don't continue from one another ever really. Like well, this is the previously we're into the, we're into the second third generation. So at, at this iteration, they were rebooting with every single sequel, which doesn't make any sense. But it's again that James Bond sort of thing. You just it. You know what it is. Just accept yeah. it and move on. Who gives a crap? You just want to see guys in suits fight each other. It's it's very yeah. weird. Usually Godzilla just wanders off into the ocean and everybody moves on and then we reboot yeah. with the next movie. I've only got a couple more left, so we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> I, I still have the uh, some a few of the earlier ones to go to track down. I don't know where I'm going to find them, but yeah, I, I want them all off my list that way. I never. That is cool that you're stuff. watching them all. Yeah. Yeah. Are there going to be any that you're going to rewatch, or is yes. it pretty much when you're? That's what. The, that's kind of the point of doing this is that I can have the review file in my folder, and when I'm kind of in the mood for a Godzilla movie, I can go. I want to watch the good one, or one of the yeah. uh, dozen good ones out of the thirty-five plus that mm-hmm. exist. Uh, so I can easily access which ones are the good ones because it's hard to keep them all straight. I have the same problem with the the Bond movies, especially the Roger Moore era. They're yeah. like most of those are crap, but there's a few that are good. And sometimes it's hard to remember because they get intermixed. Which one was the one where he was a clown? Yeah, uh, octopusy. Which one was the it really? <laughs> I yeah. Like, which one we fly, flew the plane through the hangar doors? Which one? Octopussy. Where Godzilla? Uh, where are they both? <laughs> Apparently, I really like Octopussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which one where Godzilla fights the guy underwater and acts like a crazy animal? You know. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard which... to keep them all straight, but. Yeah. No, that, I got that's you. That's why I'm doing that. Uh, okay. Uh, any other reviews? Anything else you want to add? Nope, that's good. Okay. I am. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> Satisfied with this episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it passes standard. It passes standard. I find you perfectly <laughs> mediocre plus one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, until next time, you can get a hold of us at moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Movie Freaks Pod, and please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly on iTunes. Uh, Until next time, I'm Eric Marner. And I'm Eugene Weaver. See you later.